Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When your manhood bends in a different direction, visit PDURO.com to find a urologist because a bend in your erection might be Peyronie's disease or PD. It's a condition that involves a buildup of scar tissue, also called plaque, but it's treatable. Zyaflex, collagenase clostridium histolyticum, is the only non-surgical FDA-approved injection for Peyronie's disease. Zyaflex is a prescription for adult men who have a plaque that can be felt and a curve in their penis greater than 30 degrees at the start of treatment, along with daily penile stretching and straight exercises, Zyflex has been proven to help gradually reduce the bend. Results will vary. Don't receive if the treatment area involves your urethra, the tooth that urine passes through, you're allergic to any collagenase or the ingredients in Zyflex. May cause serious side effects, including penile fracture or other serious injury during an erection, severe allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis, and localized skin and soft tissue death called necrosis due to hematoma, which could require surgery. You may feel sudden back pain reactions after treatment. Seek help right away if you have any signs of injury. Do not have sex or any sexual activity during and for at least four weeks after each treatment cycle, which includes two injections, one to three days apart. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions. If you have a bleeding condition or take blood thinners, as risk of bleeding or bruising at the treatment site is increased. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. Talk to a urologist about Zyaflex. Find a Zyaflex trained urologist at PDURO.com or call 877-942-3539. Welcome to Total Wine and More. I'm firing up the grill for burgers and want to impress the neighbors. You'll love this Cabernet with your burgers. Wow, great price. Find what you love, love what you find. At Total Wine and More, drink responsibly, B21. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents the Live from Little Bear Sanctuary Show with Christopher Vane. Enjoy topics such as the vegan lifestyle, sanctuary media highlights, and spotlighting new rescues. Happy Friday, friends. Uh, welcome to Live from Little Bear Sanctuary. I'm your host, Chris Vane, and uh, it's Friday, October 23rd. Um, so happy I get to spend my Fridays with you guys. Uh, Randy and I both have the weekend off this weekend, so we're really excited about that. Um, We have a lot of catching up to do. And um, if you're watching live, say hello, ask questions. Uh, If you're watching live and you're not signed in, like if you're on YouTube or Facebook, sign in, make an account, uh, subscribe to Goldilocks Productions, and like our videos. Um, That way you can say hello to me and good morning and all that good stuff. Before we get to my guest today, I have a couple announcements. Uh, America's Next Top Poddle, we have a winner. (laughs) It was a very exciting week. And actually, the voting was pretty close. Um, uh, The the winner uh, for this year was Nadia. And we're going to bring up a picture of her in a second. And um, Nadia uh, 
got her debut on the V-Dog uh, website and Instagram and all the social media stuff. And her parents got uh, lots of great prizes. Um, just wait for her pick to come up <laughs> while we're waiting for that. Good morning. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> Look at how cute. So that's Nadia. Congratulations, Nadia. Um, her parents, um, Dan and Mike, um, you might, Dan was a guest actually on my show. So, uh, you guys might remember him and what else do I got to tell you guys? I got to take a minute to thank all the sponsors this year. Um, we had strange time of year to do fundraisers, strange time in general. Um, so I, I really want to, I want to just, if you guys bear with me, I just want to read the list of everybody who donated auction items and who were a part of this year's um, giveaway and auction and contest. Uh, this was our fourth year and we've had our regulars who come back every year to donate. We're really grateful. First of all, thank you, Jamie, with Prana Run. Jamie, every year puts the entire contest together. She reaches out to the sponsors. Uh, she She's just, uh, I don't know what I would do without her. Um, so yeah, Jamie, thank you. Thank you, Prana Run. Follow pranarun.org. Uh, check them out. Follow them on social media. Great organization. Thank you, V-Dog, for announcing the winner, for donating some of the prizes. Of course, FTLA Apparel. Thank you, Kim. I'm wearing one of her T-shirts as usual, and I'm going to just tilt my camera down so you guys can see it. And it is available at ftlaapparel.com. And she also does the sanctuary shirts for us and all of our little goodies. So check her out. Give her a follow. Mr. Peanuts Carriers, thank you guys. You guys were really generous. I know that uh, my guests uh, won a few in the auction. Uh, and and a big thanks to Elite Island Resorts for the amazing uh, vacation for the winter. And um, they also did a lot of uh, hotels for the auction. So really grateful to them. Some really amazing uh, hotel stays on the islands. Uh, Pretty nice. And then really quick, Vegan Essentials. Thank you, guys. Micah Yoga, yoga Wear, Fury 13, Devotion, Compassionate Pause, Corker, Oink Box. I got an Oink Box. Thank you, guys. So Oink Box. I got the Oink Box of the month. And guess what, guys? It's it's Hogtoberfest. So <laughs> this month's Oink Box, gets, we got these cute little bandanas. And uh, treats. Oh my God! There's this cute little uh, Oktoberfest. You put the little treat in there. They do it around. They walk it around. Uh, just figs, cookies, and oh my God, pumpkin patch ale cookies. If you're a pig parent, you really need to subscribe to Oinkbox. They're they're fantastic. Um, thank you, Dirty Snouts. Thank you, Dog Blue Designs, Mad Hippie, Naren Bjorn, New Leaf Naturals, Pink Moon Candle, Simply Nine Designs, Threads for Love, Wolven Threads, The Vegan Profit, Profit, sorry, Mona B, With Love by KM and Katie Esser. I think I got everybody there. Um, next up, <clears throat> I want to thank, uh, we, we, we built some pig shelters thanks to a grant from the Diana and Daniel Goldman Family Foundation, a really generous grant. Um, We built and put up three really cool pig shelters um, with uh, these really cool sun sails that go around them. I know Tiffany will get that picture up in a second. Uh, The pictures don't really do it. There we go. Look at these. These are really amazing. The, um, The actual main building is eight by 10 feet by five feet. And those sails are, 10 by 13 feet. So we got three of those up at the sanctuary. Thank you, Diana. Um, Beantown Kitchen on Instagram. She's a a vegan chef and I hope she will be on my show and cook something fabulous for you guys. Um, 
And one more thing, um, video of the day. I'm going to show you this cute little video. I wanted to kind of show you guys what my morning is like. I always, I go, I tell you guys every morning how my view is here from the sanctuary. So I guys wanted, I wanted to show you guys. I took a little video this morning and um, we'll get that up in a second and I'll narrate it for you guys. Uh, it's a beautiful day today. It's, uh, it's actually weird. It's up. Uh, here we go. <laughs> so this is this is the front of the sanctuary when you come in and that's Willie and Willie is with uh four of the goats and that big bull back there is tough and I get to this is my morning walk I walk around the sanctuary check on all the animals there's little Willie Willie's our first rescue and that's Shrek Jackie, Rose, and Lily. And Rose and Lily are Jackie's babies. And there's the house back there. So I'm in that house back there facing this way. <laughs> so, and here we go. There's Tough, appropriately named. He is uh, one of our bulls. We've got two of them. He's actually really sweet. He looks a little intimidating, but uh, we love him. That's the new 10 acres that the cows are on. And there's a couple more cows laying down. Uh, I think that's Sparkles, Smoke, and Black Beauty. And uh, those are the 10 acres that we've got the fundraiser um, up now on <clears throat> GoFundMe. So we're going to be putting some tiny houses out there, an office, um, public space for visitors, and uh, hopefully to do um, some outdoor stuff and fun for everybody. And there's the little goofballs. <laughs> so yeah, that's Willie. That's there. There's actually 22 pigs running around on that property. You'd never know it. They're, they're all in the front of the house. We call them the house pigs. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed that. And here we go. My guest today, hi Carla, is Carla Dumas. She is a friend and fellow sanctuary founder. Uh, I'm going to read your bio because I cheat and read everybody's bio, Carla. Uh, she is a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and director of food and nutrition <clears throat> with the Humane Society of the United States. Uh, the food and nutrition team with uh, HSUS has partnered with over 600 institutional dining operations and some of the largest food service companies to cultivate a more sustainable food system by increasing plant-based menu options. The food and nutrition team has hosted over 500 plant-based culinary trainings, <clears throat> reaching over 11,000 food service professionals. Hey, Carla, welcome. Hey, Chris. Thank you so much you? for having me on today. Yeah, I'm nice, so excited. Nice to on Good to see you. It's been a while. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I, think I, I, last I time was... I saw you, you were delivering some ducks to me. I was, yes. <laughs> How are things at the sanctuary? Well, um, you know, staying busy. <laughs> but yeah, everything's going really well. Um, I loved seeing that video that you just shared of your morning. Okay. So I know mornings for me are like one of my favorite parts of the day, just kind of yeah. getting out there right at the, when the sun is rising and getting to spend some time with the different residents. So that was fun to see. And the weather, like you said, it's really nice right now. Yeah, it's really nice right now. Yeah. It's sort of like sunny on one side, but cloudy on another typical Florida, Florida weather. <laughs> so tell us about, tell us about your day job. Yeah. Well, as you mentioned in the introduction there, so I lead a team that is working with institutional dining programs, and I'll explain a little bit more about what that means. And I've um, been with HSUS for just about six years now. And really what we try to do is shift, as you mentioned, shift programs and menus to more plant-based options and really diversifying the protein options so that there isn't as much of a reliance on animal products throughout the food service industry. And as you mentioned, like we've worked with 600 different individual dining operations. So we are also working with some of the largest food service 
companies. And so these food service companies are contracting with dining programs at universities, school districts, hospitals, correctional facilities, um, the military, um, various corporate cafeterias, that kind of idea. And when we work with them at the corporate level, we're working to create that change throughout all of those accounts. So for example, one of those companies is called Compass Group, and they're the largest food service management company here in the U.S. as well as globally. And here in the U.S., they have over 16,000 dining programs that they're contracted to operate. And so when working with them, you know, thinking about that much impact in changing those menus to increase. And when we say plant-based within the food service industry, we need vegan. Uh, So in focusing on that, so my team is made up of chefs, dietitians, Um, food service professionals that have worked in the industry and specialists that work with these companies and then these individual accounts across the country to create that change. And actually, um, last year, we have, it's, I would say, a pretty audacious goal for the team that by 2025, 50% of the food service companies that we're working with in those programs, 50% of their menu will be plant-based. So in thinking about that, if we reach that goal, it's estimated that right now in the food service industry, 1.5 billion land animals are used for meat, eggs, and dairy in the food service industry. So if our team is able to meet that 50% goal by 2025, we could save an estimated 2.4 billion animals from being caught up in the food service industry. So that's a little bit of what we do. Just a little, right? That's, Just that's a little. Amazing. You know, I, that was one of my questions, actually. I was going to ask, you know, what, what I was going to ask you for a count of how many animals would be saved by, you know, everything that you guys are doing. So that that's pretty amazing. And I, I don't think people realize the billions of animals that are, are killed each year for food. Um, Wilma's on. Wilma wants. Wilma says hello. Do you know you know Wilma, right? Hi, Wilma. <laughs> yes, yes. Hi, Wilma. Good morning, Wilma. Well, um, when you think about that, Chris. Like that number in the food, like in the food service sector that we're working with, the USDA estimates that that number is like fifteen percent of the animals yeah. that are just worldwide. So, I mean, thinking about how much and bigger that number is. I mean, fish, it's like a trillion a year or something right. really horrible like that. Yeah. Yeah, right. that's actually pretty sad. Um, how long have you been with uh, the with the Humane Society? Just shy of six years. So in January, it'll be six years um, yeah. with them. So, and I would say, you know, in thinking about this too, and obviously, I know you referenced like even earlier that with COVID and it's such a tough time and strange time to fundraise. And even in the work that we do, because, you know, so many operations are either you know, working at like 15% of their capacity or um, a lot of virtual when it comes to the institutions that we're working with in my day job. But we're finding like with these companies since COVID at the corporate level, we've been busier than ever. So it's really exciting that these companies are truly making that connection that, okay, the time is now that we really need to stop relying completely on animal products, you know, for various reasons. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, do you find like more now given that everybody's at home and this pause that's kind of happened in everybody's lives that people are making that connection more, that there's more of a thought behind what we're eating, what we're doing, how we're treating animals? Yeah, I mean, I know just from the companies that we're working with, people, they're they're like, okay, now's the time that, you know, we might not be, have all of our facilities open, but we can put down the foundation and make these changes to our menus so that when we hopefully are operating more at the capacity that they had been before, that they're able to transition into more sustainable menu options. And then I think, you know, from an individual standpoint, I know uh, I look at a lot of the research from the Good Food Institute for the work that we do. And a couple months ago, they were doing some polling saying that since covid almost 25% of the population and those that they polled were stating that they're choosing more 
vegan options just personally because of COVID. That's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. I think, um, uh, it's definitely a strange time and, uh, yeah, I, I have a lot of people reaching out to me on social media now asking about, um, you know, what products they can buy, how do they go about, you know, choosing a plant-based, uh, plant-based lifestyle, vegan lifestyle. And I, I think, uh, a lot of people, I think the hardest part for a lot of people is they just don't know what to buy. Um, and then depending on what part of the world you're in, you know, it, it's pretty different, but you know, I, there, there's always rice and beans and, uh, um, there's always the basics. I, I'm a junk food vegan. So I tend to go for the, uh, the beyond burgers and all that kind of stuff. Well, I shouldn't admit it because I am a dietitian, but I am too. Like give me a vegan donut and I'll oh, be yeah. the happiest person in the world. So, <laughs> And I know I texted you, Chris, but the chef that you had on a couple episodes ago that had yeah. that delicious pear cake, like yeah. I just finished my last piece today for breakfast. Uh, I've been it eating good, it for breakfast. Really good. I, I made a second one. It was so good. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. David's going to be on again next next month, and he's oh, gonna good. Be on yeah, yeah, he's going to be a regular. We, we he's a good friend of mine. We love him. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. So, tell me about your vegan your journey to veganism. What brought you to it? Um, yeah. Anything you yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to kind of share a little bit about it. My, my journey has kind of, it's, it's gone on for quite a while. Um, when I was very young, I was allergic to eggs and dairy. So naturally I just had to eliminate that from my diet. Um, and soy milk and the various plant milks have definitely evolved even since when I was very little, uh, <laughs> which is fantastic. Um, but definitely then, I mean, I was steering clear of those type of items at a very young age. And um, growing up in, I grew up in Sarasota and where I lived east of the interstate, there were a lot of, and there still are some, um, pastures with cattle. And so I would see that a lot of times and make the connection like, I don't want to eat cows. Um, so I chose not to do that. And my maiden name, which is now my middle name, is Pignati. So I felt this kinship to pigs very early on. Um, so, <laughs> so I stopped eating pork products as well at a young age. And um, actually, I became vegetarian in high school, I think can be very common. And that's actually what how I pursued nutrition and dietetics and why I wanted to do that going into college. Um, and then early on in college, I actually did become vegan. And uh, sadly, I kind of took some steps back and was starting to eat poultry and fish again until I saw um, some undercover videos not too long after I graduated college. And it just, I mean, you know, when you, you see yeah, those kind of okay. videos, it's, I mean, I see one today and I just like break down, um, but it had a huge impact on me. And I just said, you know what, I need to just move forward in that direction. And around that time, I started working for HSUS as well. Um, so, so yeah, it was kind of a journey um, throughout the years, but, but ultimately that was what made me realize like, no, no more going back and forth with everything. <laughs> I didn't know that about your name. That's what's that's so funny. Yes. <laughs> Pigs have always been my favorite animal since I've been very young. So Yeah, I, I won't lie, it's definitely they're my favorite too. Um they're very special. <laughs> um recommend a documentary to somebody who's maybe on the edge or thinking about um going vegan. What 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 do you think they should watch? Maybe something that's not so horrific because we all know like the Earthlings and the Dominion, but um, anything you might recommend to somebody who something they could actually sit through? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, forks over knives from the health standpoint is always a good one and thinking about that. And one of the more recent ones, the Game Changers, um, yeah, that's is yeah. that's a really good one that I usually recommend as well. Yeah. Okay. So. Awesome. Um <clears throat> let's let's talk about the sanctuary 
Uh oh, Chris. Yeah. I can hear you now. I'm so sorry. Okay. I heard you say, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about the sanctuary. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, Yes Again Sanctuary opened in 2018. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll, I'll share a little bit of history to yeah. how our sanctuary came to be. And as I mentioned just a little bit ago, um, I grew up in Sarasota and uh, my husband Jody and I, we had lived there up until about four years ago. And um, while we were there, we we lived on a little over an acre of land. So we had been over the years um, fostering and then adopting dogs and cats. And um, then we ended up rescuing a broiler meatbird chicken named Lady Gaga. She came with the name. Um, uh-huh. And that's kind of what started the rescuing of farm animals and even thinking about that. So we had Lady Gaga and then we were able to rescue a couple more chickens. And Jody was like, well, if we're going to do this, we need to move on more property. And we knew we could not afford that in Sarasota. So we uh, had started searching and that's where we found the property that we currently are on in DeSoto County right now. Um, And when we moved there, it had been a small ranch that previous owners have had and they had it branded um yes it can ranch and had all of that terminology on there so when we were thinking about the rescue quite honestly when i we first moved out there i wasn't even thinking that we were going to be a 501c3 or anything in an official capacity i just wanted to rescue some animals and (laughs) and then we decided pretty quickly after that um that it made sense to become a 501c3 and move in that direction. So when thinking about the name, um, we really like the idea of the the name that was kind of branded where it's, yes, I can. Yes, I can help as many animals. Yes, I can provide this refuge for animals that have many times uh, experienced horrific abuse and neglect in that way. So that's where the name Yesican Sanctuary came up. Um, and then, so we have really been working in a true, um, like active sanctuary capacity for about two years in that way. And we have, I was trying to count before we got on here, but <laughs> I think we have like 80, maybe just over 80 um, permanent residents there. And we are, we're in the process. We're going to have a new rescue coming this weekend. So yeah, Yeah, little lamb is going to be coming from North Florida. Oh, oh, nice. Add to the sheep collection. Right, right. Well, Right now, we only have one sheep, Maddie, uh, who you met, and she adores you. Like, I remember <laughs> you I and Randy. <laughs> we actually had visitors a couple weeks so ago. so cute. Oh, my goodness. We had visitors a couple weeks ago, and she would not leave them alone. And that's the other than the time you two visited. That was the only other time she's been like that. So. <laughs> that's so funny. Wow. Yeah, she's she's adorable. She's adorable. Um, Who else do you want to talk about at the sanctuary? How much time do we have? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) We have plenty of time. We have plenty of time. This this show is for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, certainly. What was that? How is Owen doing? Owen the pig. Owen is doing really well. He's doing really well. Um, I know that that was one of the pictures that you had featured of Owen when he was a little tiny piglet. So those of you that don't know the story of Owen, we got him almost a year ago. January is going to be his year birthday. And he is, he was a feral piglet, like found on the side of the road, um, not too far away from our property. Actually, the people that found him thought he was a dog that got a little puppy that got hit. And we think that he must have sadly, maybe his mother was trapped and with the stress of it all gave birth on um, the pickup or wherever she was being transported. And he he fell off um, that particular truck because, you know, that hog hunting is uh, pretty active in the area where we 
both have our sanctuaries and he became really, really sick. I mean, there were times when it was like weekly that we were taking him to uh, the veterinary specialist and he does have a heart condition, but he's pulled through. I actually just weighed him the other day. He's up to 130 pounds. Oh so goodness, it's crazy wow. to think that he's gotten so big. He is like <laughs> a teeny, teeny little thing. Oh my God. Yeah. And yeah, he's so know. rotten. He's so spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all though? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you said house pigs, Chris. Well, he's still, I probably shouldn't say this, but he still sleeps in the house at night. Oh. He's like my baby. So. Yeah. I wish my pigs could sleep in the house. We, my dogs are too crazy. <laughs> but you know, we've got we've got a couple of little ones in the house. We keep them in the garage, which is like our you know our, our middle space. So yeah, I totally get it. Um, I uh, I remember him. I remember when you got him, and he he was sleeping on the big dog bed, and he was this tiny little thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, he started growing, and he looks amazing now. Yeah, he, you wouldn't know that he has a heart condition. I mean, wow. obviously, it's we're treating it with daily medications and yeah. it's well managed. And, you know, with without knowing that he most likely will not have the life expectancy that most pigs do. But, um, you know, just giving him the best that he can while he's here and yeah. he's, he's yeah. having a good time with everyone. So, yeah, yeah, yeah he's doing well. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, <clears throat> expenses, like veterinary expenses are crazy for sanctuaries. I know you guys have had a lot of um, a lot of trips to the vet and expenses. And um, where can people donate to your sanctuary? Is everything on your website? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. I mean, you know that probably – the medical expenses are one of the highest aside from feed. Um, Medical and feed always. Yeah. 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 So that's certainly in, in taking in special needs animals, like what we were just talking about with Owen and like the lamb that we're taking, um, we think is partially blind and right now is not walking. So certainly there's going to be added expenses there. Um, But, but yes, all of our information in terms of if people are interested and able to donate on our website, yesacansanctuary.org, um, through social media, Facebook, we have a donate button as well um, with all of that. And we, we, oh, perfect. And we also have, I think like you and many other sanctuaries do where you can sponsor some of the residents monthly or make one-time right. donations there. Um, and we have all the different bios of the residents on our website too, if people are interested. And we have some silly and fun videos on there too. Cool. How much does it cost to sponsor an animal? Is it the same for everybody? So our our chickens, roosters, and ducks are ten dollars a month, and okay. then everyone else is thirty dollars a month. Thirty dollars. Yeah. That's a bargain. That's yeah. 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 Um, I I know you know feed. You know we've talked about the vet stuff. Feed is is crazy um what's if you don't mind talking about it like tell people you know how much you feed the cost of running a sanctuary it's it's pretty expensive monthly i don't know if you have the exact numbers but um you know for people who are watching and who want to donate um just tell us a little about what your needs are do you guys have a amazon wish list um yeah thanks chris yeah so so yeah i mean when we have when everyone is pretty much healthy and don't have any emergency expenditures, which is rare, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but our average is around 3,500 a month when it comes to taking in, you know, thinking about the feed, just like the bedding and then the we're going family style deal because I want a bite of your Big Mac and I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. 
Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a mattress firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Any kind of just general medical care there. So that's kind of where we're at in looking at that amount. Um, and we do have an Amazon wish list that is also on our website if you're interested in there that has a lot of different items. Um, we have, as I'm sure you do as well, Chris, we have some really great, I mean, I can't stress enough the support that we already have for the sanctuary when it comes to volunteers. And um, of course, we appreciate financial support, but we recognize, especially right now, that people aren't able to do that. Um, and there are so many other ways that you can support sanctuaries. I know we, I just yesterday had someone drop off like two big cases of apples and plums, which is fantastic nice. for the different yeah. animals and different blankets and towels. Uh, a lot of times we get like some medical supplies, you know, with cleaners and things like that, like those kind of things are so helpful. And even just obviously, you know, in ways with social media, sharing, liking everything that, you know, the sanctuary posts to get more um, recognition out there is always so helpful too. So it doesn't have to always be financial as you know, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I you know, I always tell people, um, <clears throat> you know, like the sanctuary, follow us, you know, like the pictures. It really makes a difference in um, how the account um, is exposed on social media in general, across all social media platforms. Um, and it's, it's, you know, the more somebody shares a post, the more somebody likes a post, um, follows you guys on Instagram, likes you on, on Facebook. It really makes a difference. It, it gets... It's unfortunate, but you know that's the only way to uh, to get the word out. And and with the way social media works, uh, the more followers you have, the more likes you get. Is is the broader um, amount of people you reach. So um, it is a great way um, to support you guys um, if if you don't have the financial means right now. So yeah, that's a that's a great way. I know you guys are a yes I can on Instagram. Yep, Yesakin Sanctuary. Yep. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, it's Yesakin Sanctuary Inc. <laughs> Inc. On Facebook. All right. What yep. else? What else? Are you guys on? You guys have other? Are you guys on other platforms? I don't know. I mean, I should say that we are on Twitter, but can I? I'll be very honest. Like, I share it on Twitter, <laughs> but I am not. You're not a Twitter. You're not a Twitter person. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody feels that way. We're on Twitter too, but you know, I always forget about it. That's like my last. Uh, oh yeah, let me post something to Twitter. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twitter, Twitter's more about like brief little sentences, and you know, for the stuff we do, I don't think it always works on Twitter. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Although, if someone's listening and loves Twitter, we'd always love that support and guidance there as well. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> tell me about Gabriel's rescue. Yes. Um, Gabriel, another one very close to my heart. I mean, I, I know we oftentimes get questions like, do you have a favorite and uh-huh. um, that sort of thing? And certainly. I was going to ask you just for fun. But, yeah. <laughs> well, certainly just like, that <laughs> just like if you have children, you can't say you have a favorite, right? Um, <laughs> but, but certainly, you know, we've had like Owen and Gabriel and I'll share a little bit about him. Um, those that have come to us in, where there's a lot of care or in situations where we weren't sure they were going to make it, you just end up spending much more time. And um, certainly it's that much sweeter when you see that they pull through and are just loving life. So Gabriel was part of um, a rescue that happened on Earth Day. I will forever remember the day because Uh, That was pretty significant there. Um, That was orchestrated by individuals for many years in Fort Myers. And then, um, you know, several nonprofits, Farm Sanctuary, um, Animal 
Animal Legal Defense Fund was also involved in it. And then many other Florida sanctuaries were involved. And we were brought in actually the morning of the rescue. (laughs) Um, The sanctuaries went down. It was a illegal, illegal slaughter backyard butcher situation in a family's backyard on their property. And um, they were told that there were only like a handful of different animals that needed to be rescued. So when they got down there, they realized that there were over a hundred different animals on the property. And so um, they called on um, fellow sanctuary in DeSoto County shelter farm sanctuary. And then they called us to see if we could come down there and we were able to thankfully. And the only thing I was told when we were going down there, there were a lot of um, birds and ducks. And then there was this pig that they didn't think could walk. They couldn't get it, get him out. Um, so when we went down there, um, you know, it looked just like any kind of typical Florida home, the okay. property itself, you know, once we got further back and law enforcement was there just observing and making sure everything went smoothly, we went straight back to where Gabriel, Gabriel we named, um, was being held. And it was this like wall to wall concrete area outside and come up. I remember very vividly that there was loud music being played and people working on the roof. And it was almost like he didn't exist. He wasn't there. He was laying in his own urine and feces. There was no water. Um, There was rotting fruit that I guess was his food. And he he was alive. I was concerned that he was even alive when we approached him. And he just, you could tell like there was very little life in him. It was so sad to see. And I had brought, we know, you know, pigs especially are very food motivated. Um, So I had brought some treats to at least try and get him to eat something. And he kind of motioned like he wanted to try and eat it, but physically could not even move towards me to take the banana Um, So we were able with several people um, to get him up. We had some straps and hoisting him up and kind of guided him to the trailer that we had um, just to get him out of there. And I'm so grateful. One of the vets that we work with was off that day and actually just happened to be in Fort Myers. And we were going to be picking up an orphan duckling from the vet's office. And I said, yeah, it has to be later, though, because we're in the process of this rescue. And she said, do you want me to come help out if I can? And I said, yeah, absolutely, which was a miracle because Gabriel was so bad off. He was obviously it was a stressful situation, but he had so much going on um, where his I mean, he had such a high fever. He, you know, still couldn't really walk and get around that well. And he could, you could tell his breathing was so labored that he was very sick. So she began treating him right away while we were um, working to get the rest of the animals out of there. And I think in total, there was over 113 animals that were rescued. So um, a majority of them ended up in different sanctuaries. And I think quite a few of them ended up going up to Farm Sanctuary in New York as well. Um, But when we got Gabriel, we took him directly to our clinic and and began treating him. He stayed there overnight. Uh, And then a couple days later, we brought him to the sanctuary. And we ended up having um, to do, you know, doing the albuterol treatment and having, you know, because we were really worried that he was not going to make it. Um, So he it took him probably four months to fully get over the sicknesses that he had. And then we were able to integrate him with the rest of the crew. And then just a little over a month ago, we rescued a little farm piglet who from Tampa, who we believe fell off a transport truck um, as well. And she, as soon as she got to our sanctuary, like she made a beeline for Gabriel and has not oh. left his side since then. Oh. So <laughs> That's so nice. Is that the little one that couldn't walk properly? So that's Ivy. So she oh, hangs okay. with them too. But Gigi okay. is the one that like all of a sudden was just like, Gabriel's my 
Gabriel's my family immediately. So she snuck out of quarantine and we just said, well, because <laughs> Gabriel's been having a hard time integrating with the pigs. They're picking on him and he doesn't, he doesn't fight. Like he's so gentle and sweet. And I, I think he just doesn't know how to defend himself. So he has his new family that um, is forming here. So yeah, he's a very happy, happy boy. Yeah. yeah. Did he have pneumonia? He did, yes, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which is really, you know, to everybody who's watching, you know, pneumonia, especially in pigs coming from these terrible places, factory farming, backyard slaughterhouses, uh, pneumonia is just such a typical um, diagnosis. Uh, and it takes months for them to, to heal. And, you know, and that's just... Never mind the parasites and all the other stuff that's wrong with them. Yeah. So, yeah. And I do I do think he has some long-term like scarring in yeah. his lungs as well yeah. because of I think he'd been so sick for so long. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, yeah it happens a lot. Did he have his tail docked? It was all that oh, yeah. yeah, and it's it's interesting because Gabriel's tail for for those that have been to the sanctuary and seeing him. Um, it's docked where you almost don't even see his tail. And wow. I think there is some nerve damage there because there's not like full control. Um, but he gets around and he's loving life. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, has the pandemic, well, of course, the pandemic stuff is all, are, are you guys open now? Are you volunteers can come out? What's, what's going on? during these times? Yeah, so we have, we did obviously in the very beginning, we had quite a few uh, events that we had to cancel because of COVID and just safety for everyone involved. Um, But what we have been doing for several months is having um, volunteers come out primarily on the weekends since (laughs) myself and Jody do work full time. It's difficult during the week to have people out, but on the weekends um, we just, have people, if you're interested in either volunteering or even doing small tours to kind of check out the sanctuary, you can just message us um, on any of the platforms we mentioned earlier, and we're happy to have people out. So we do try and keep the groups to the volunteer groups to 10 and under, just because this way we're able to spread people out throughout the property um, and keep distant uh, as we can. So, but yeah, yeah, we, awesome. it's uh, so critical, as you know, Chris, oh, to yeah. have that kind of help. So we are yeah. so appreciative of our volunteers. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah. Volunteers are amazing. Um, it's, uh, and I, I certainly, I know where I'm located. I'm sure where you're located too. We're kind of like off the beaten path. So it's really hard to find, good volunteers who want to show up regularly. So um, if, if somebody wants to volunteer, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, they can, you know, they can email us. The email is on our website, or if you are on social media, you can send a message there. Um, and then there is also, I believe, a phone number on the website that if you want to call or text to set that up. Um, But usually, yeah, the website right there is going to be your best bet. So I do my very best to respond within 24 hours. Uh, (laughs) But if it's a little longer than that, don't fret. (laughs) I'll get back to you. So, yeah, I mean, I can't stress enough how wonderful it is to have the volunteers. I mean, we're not asking people to do glamorous jobs by any means. It's a lot of (laughs) labor and work and to drive all that way out there. It's just, it's so amazing. So it truly takes a village to do what we do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I say that all the time. It really does. Um, What, what um, I know (laughs) the volunteers that come out here usually think it's about rubbing pig bellies and, uh, and playing with the animals. And um, I think some people get insulted when I put them to work. Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, volunteers, gosh, I don't know what I would do without them. Um, We had to hire somebody during the week because we just got so busy. Um, uh, I'm not going to ask you if you have a favorite animal. (laughs) <laughs> um, let's um, 
let's talk about pigs as pets because you know that's that's a big pig education is 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 a big part of what we do. I, I know it's a big part of what you guys do. Um, do you have any feelings about pig as pets? Do you um, what do you recommend for people? You want to talk a little bit about pig yeah. as pets and maybe if somebody really does want a pig as a pet, you know, visit a sanctuary. To, what are your What are your thoughts on that? Because yeah, it's a huge problem right now, right? It's a huge problem. It is. It is. I mean, and, and you know, I think what 99% of the pigs that are brought into homes are yeah. needing to be rehomed there. So, I mean, it's, it's truly an epidemic when we think about what's going on. And, really? you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of misinformation out there and seeing, you know, the cute little tiny piglets that are marketed as yeah. mini or teacups, um, which, I mean, ha- of course, that's adorable and yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. But the reality is they grow up and they grow up very quickly and they get big. Like I was just sharing the transformation with Owen. Now, granted, he is a wild pig and not, you know, typically the pets are going to be pot bellies. But I mean, even that is very standard where they could easily be 150, 200 pounds um, when full grown, if not larger than that, too. Yeah. Um, so just, I would say, like you mentioned a minute ago, if you are thinking about getting a pig or want to just see pig behavior and be a little more familiar with that, definitely visit a sanctuary um, yeah. so that you can see that. I mean, pigs, I mean, in some ways are very similar to dogs, but they're also very different. Yeah. Um, they're very, very intelligent. <laughs> Good, <laughs> but also you have to keep you on your toes. Yeah, yeah, you can say that again. So, and they can be naturally, um, you know, with rooting and just kind of they need an area to be outside. Yeah. And like I mentioned, you know, a couple of our pigs do sleep in the house, but they're outside all day long. Right. <laughs> um, and they need enough area just knowing that, you know, if you really like your your grass and your area, but um, the pigs will most likely destroy that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're very destructive. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pigs as pets are. I, I know. Um, gosh, there's not a day that goes by now that we don't receive an email or a phone call with somebody that needs to rehome their pig. It's every single day. I know the shelters now are just. Oh my gosh, they're just showing up in shelters now. Um, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge issue. It's a huge, it's a huge problem. Um, yeah. And uh, I would say to that too, I mean, definitely make sure, depending on what your living situation is, if you are adamant about getting a pig, that you do research to make sure that you can have a pig. I hear, and right, I'm sure you so hear gosh. that a lot too. Um, yeah. So yeah, people yeah. assume if dogs are allowed, pigs are allowed which right. is definitely not the case. And, uh, right. um, and also make sure they have a vet that can take care of a pig. Mm-hmm. So often I see in the pig groups on Facebook, you know, <laughs> makes me so mad, but I keep quiet. You know, people get these pigs and they're, you know, their vet, their veterinary advice is coming from Facebook. They, instead of, they don't have a vet. So they're reaching out in these groups and saying, what should I do for this? What should I do for that? And, and I know, and you know, it's, it's really important to have a veterinarian that can take care of a pig and um, the expenses too, or I think it's a lot more than a dog and uh, it can add up because it's such a specialty. Absolutely. And just the regular maintenance too, um, you know, with the hoof trims and possibly tusk trims and, and, and definitely making That's sure hard. that you spay or neuter if you are getting them as well, just like Absolutely. you would your animals. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing. I think people, um, they don't realize, yeah, you got to spay and neuter your pigs, just like dogs, um, for their health. Um, it also, uh, especially with the males, makes a big difference because <laughs> they, they can get pretty ornery if they're not fixed. <laughs> 
Absolutely. <laughs> well, and I know, Chris, you just posted a video of Arnold. <laughs> so we have Arnold's twin, Dahlia. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes. Isn't it funny how they, they look so much alike? Yeah. I think they're the same age, too, probably separated at birth. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Arnold is, uh, if you look at our recent uh, Facebook and Instagram post, Arnold was a little baby born that came to us from Peace River Wildlife. And he was, you know, little and cute. And uh, he, we had him in the house for a while. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, I, for me personally, um, they they really have changed my life in so many ways. The you know I tell I tell people it's one thing to see them on social media and you know read about them, but it's a whole other thing to physically have them in your presence to have to take care of them and uh, um, their intelligence is staggering. They're truly, um, it, it's mind blowing. They understand English. They um, they will terrorize you. They will plot and scheme. They learn how to open up the cabinets, the refrigerator. They will destroy your backyard. Um, they're uh, but I love them. <laughs> they are my favorite of, of all. Yeah, the and, sure. and I know, like, just interacting with them, and I'm sure you can attest to this too, Chris. That. Even just hearing like the different sounds that they're making, obviously yeah. they're communicating just like us, and you can pick up on the different <laughs> the different tones. Or oh my god, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know what food means. I know what you know. Rub my belly means. They say hello in the morning when I go out of the house. They do this. They have a certain little squeal for because I'm like, hey, hey, and they're like, arr, arr, you know. People think I'm crazy, but it's true, right? I'm not crazy. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Well, we may be a little crazy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, no, it's true though. We're crazy. <laughs> uh, any final things you want to share with people who are watching? Um, well, just make sure if you haven't checked out our sanctuary information, we'd love to have you follow in and uh, be on the journey with us at Yesikin Sanctuary. And Chris, you know, I, I've been talking about the volunteers and um, the supporters that we have, but truly I, I feel very lucky that, and fortunate that we also have other sanctuaries like yours and others in Florida uh, where we can turn to, 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 for support. I mean, I feel like there's many times I'm texting you for various things. Uh -huh. So it's, it's nice to have that, internal community as well. So thank yeah. you for that. No, oh, you're welcome. Thank you too. You, you've, you've been very helpful to me. Um, I, I, you know, I think there's a, there's a great group of us that work together. Um, and it's nice to, to have that connection and it's all part of the village. Right. Um, I remember when I opened the sanctuary, I had reached out to, other sanctuaries that were not so forthcoming, you know, there seems to be, as you know, there's, there's always some type of, uh, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't, I'll, I'll be nice. They, they just seem to not want to help. And I, and I always told myself that, you know, I would be here to answer any questions and, you know, help anybody, you know, with the journey of opening a sanctuary of taking care of the animals. Um, uh, I, I think it's really important. Um, I think the more that we work together, the, the you know, just the more animals we can help, the, the more good we can do together. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we know that we, we can't save them all. So having yeah. working together and doing everything we can to build that even more, um, for sure. all, for sure. all have the same mission. So. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, Thank you for being on my show today. Thank you, Chris. I oh, love, really? I, I listen to podcasts. I mean, I know this is live as well, um, yep. but I, I listen to podcasts. I have it on speaker when I do my morning tours and even in the evening all the time. So it's been such a pleasure listening to, to your uh, yeah. weekly podcasts as well. <laughs> so I enjoy it. <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm still learning. It's new. 
I can't wait to try the next recipe your chef has on as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give away any secrets. So yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be. It's it's going to be a fall recipe. I'll just. I'll do another cake, of course, but I can't wait to try it. <laughs> yeah. All right, sweetie. Great to see you. I know I'm going to see you soon. I got some stuff for you. Yes. And <laughs> one more okay. time. How do we, where do we find you guys? Yeah, so yesakinsanctuary.org. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and sometimes Twitter. <laughs> yeah, sometimes Twitter. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much. Great to see you. Thank, Thank you for you being on the show. I hope you come back. Definitely. Awesome. We'll be there very Great. soon. I want to see Great. all your new residents. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Yeah, you have to come visit for sure. Bye, sweetie. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thank Thanks. All right. Thank you, Carla. That was great. A um, couple more announcements. we got a couple minutes left. Uh, on October 30th at 8 p.m. here on the Goldilocks Network. Um, I can't talk today for some reason. I'm tongue-tied. Um, we're going to be doing Halloween squares and um, should be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll definitely post some links uh, if you, you know, look in, there we go. There's the comments right there. Um, there's a promo, check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. Do we dress up Tiffany? I don't even know if we're supposed to dress or, um, I, I was, I was joking with Laura. Laura has her. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to definitely dress up. <laughs> uh, I was speaking to Laura about it. We, we joked that, uh, I was going to be Carol Channing and, um, and she was going to be, um, uh, I can't think of the guy's name now. It's one of the, one of the famous guys from Hollywood squares. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So maybe I'll be Carol Channing. Maybe I won't. So yeah, that's October 30th at 8 p.m. Um, what else can I tell you guys? I got my list here. Next week's guest is Brendan. And uh, I hope I don't butcher your last name too badly, Brendan. It's Kumarasamy. And Brendan, he's the founder of uh, Master Talk on YouTube. I'm really excited to have him because uh, <clears throat> I you know, this podcast stuff is all new to me and, uh, and he's, he's, his specialty is podcasts and public speaking. And, and I think he's going to be a great resource to have. I've been, <clears throat> I've been watching his videos and, um, I've actually been learning a lot. I, I know one of my big problems with public speaking, <clears throat> I'm always saying the, um, 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 <laughs> to fill that space in between, uh, the silences. So I'm, I'm working on that and, uh, and his videos have been a great help and I'm excited to have him next week as my guest. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> if you guys, if you guys have any questions, you can reach out to us at info at littlebearsanctuary.org. Send me questions. I'll read them on the air. Um, if you have somebody you want to see on my show, send me a note. If you want to be on the show, send me a note. Um, always looking for guests. Um, Brendan came from a site called Matchmaker, which Tiffany, I, Tiffany and I had a, a really good laugh about that because she was wondering what I was doing on a Matchmaker site. But it's a great site for people who do podcasts to be guests, to look for guests. Um, and that's that's how I met Brendan. So I'm, I'm really excited to have him next week. Um, uh, we um, I don't know if I guys if I shared this with you guys the last time, but for everybody that was voting on the My Giving Circle, um, we we did make the top ten, and we received a thousand dollar grant. So that was really exciting. Thank you for everybody who voted. Um, and I know that they're doing another round. I, th I guess it's every few months. <clears throat> they continue that. So um, we're, uh, we, we're sort of in that. We're sort of not. I kind of want to give other sanctuaries an opportunity to be part of it. So I haven't been pushing it as much. But uh, you can still vote under my giving circle. You can donate. Um, a lot of great organizations are a part of it. And, uh, and we're really so thankful for the thousand dollar grant. Thank you to everybody who voted. It's, it's, uh, you know, it does take a village. Um, and, and, and I'm saying, um, and I'm, and I'm aware of it. 
So uh, let's see what else. I, I think I covered everything today, guys. I, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, you can <clears throat> catch our shows on demand at the Goldilocks Productions YouTube and Periscope. And also uh, we've created a, uh, a section on the Little Bear Sanctuary website where you can also watch these podcasts uh, on demand. That's my show for today. This has been live from Little Bear Sanctuary. I'm Chris Vane. Have a great weekend, everybody. Love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic packs. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.